Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Zodiac Killer podcast. Last week, we talked about who the Zodiac Killer was and what was his MO. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about possible suspects. All we're going to talk about today is who they are and um, why they are suspected. I'm Bailey Kellenberger. I'm Emily Dilger. And I'm Reed McCall. And we are your podcast hosts. So let's dive right into it. Reed, you had a pretty interesting suspect, if I remember. Uh, yeah, so the first suspect that I pulled up and who I really think is one of the lead suspects is Arthur Lee Allen. Um, now, back when this was all happening, Robert Graysmith wrote mm-hmm. a book on the Zodiac where he portrayed um, Arthur Lee Allen kind of as the Zodiac Killer. Oh, I think I heard about that, yeah. Yes, he uh, he portrayed him as, like, the guy, the main killer, like, the one and only. Yeah, yeah. Um, And this book was also used as the basis for the 2007 movie Zodiac, where Allen was also portrayed as the killer. I don't know if you guys saw the movie. I didn't like it. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. No, I never saw it. I think it was overdid. And it was too dramatic. Like, it... It became more of a stalker story than, like, a murder. Right, I didn't because, like it. Because killing people isn't dramatic enough. It wasn't dramatic. It didn't do it justice to me. After reading about it, the movie didn't do it justice. Hmm. Well, anyways, Alan was questioned twice by police. Mm-hmm. Once in 1969 and once in 1971. He was questioned after a friend had told authorities that he had talked about wanting to kill people and <sighs> about having a flashlight and a firearm. Do you guys talk to your friends like that? No. 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 I can't say I've ever talked to my friends, (laughs) like, plotting a murder. No, man. Um, Like, yeah, you share your friends, the, like, feelings you have, but I don't think I'd ever talk to my friends about wanting to kill someone. Yeah, I agree. Um, Now, another reason he was considered a suspect was because he was one of the only people that, like, wore the Zodiac sign. Yeah. He had a watch that had the Zodiac sign on it. It was a Zodiac brand watch. Oh, wow. Um, he owned the same caliber gun that was used in one of the Zodiac killings and told police that the bloody knives were still in his car that were used for killing chickens. Now, he had bloody knives in his car um, that were seen as like pretty evidence, like pretty big evidence that he had been yeah. killing stuff, and he tried to play it off as just killing chickens. They um, were de- Well, they didn't have that great DNA testing no, back they, then. No, so they really didn't have a way to kind of disprove it, but, I mean, this guy was clearly messy. Yeah. So mine's a little less interesting than yours, actually. Not as much evidence, but Rachel, uh, Richard Marshall was who I discovered. Um, he was a radio operator back in 1966, and he had lived in um, San Francisco as well, right where the Stein murder was. And when he had visitors to his home, actually, they said that they, it was a peculiar, peculiar smell in his house. And um, that he had always talked about finding something that was more exciting than sex, which I don't know if you remember in our uh, podcast episode one, we talked about how the Zodiac Killer left a message in the newspaper, Coded, saying that he thought that killing was gave him a better hard-on than having sex. Wasn't that, that was the one where he talked about getting his rocks off. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> that was. So... Um, that led to a lot of suspicion, and especially because nobody really opens up like that at a party. So that was pretty crazy. He also um, was mentioned to have this old dusty basement apartment 
which was one of the things that the Zodiac Killer had cited in his letters was that's where he preferred to think and work. So a lot of people, I think, were looking at him, but uh, these things are just talk, you know, things he could have been joking about. He was in a lot of old movies like The Red Phantom, which was also a bloodier movie, so a lot of people think he was in referencing to that. Yeah. So, I don't know, not as intriguing as yours, but... Now, before we go over to you, Emily, um, another part of evidence that actually came up was the fact that uh, one of the guys who was killed uh, was... Uh, Michael, or uh, was attacked, was Michael Maggio. Yeah. And he survived. Um, and that, that attack happened in Vallejo, uh, California. Um, and he actually identified a, a photo of Alan as the shooter. Oh, wow. When he was questioned by police. So that's like another, another little bit of food for thought right there. Well, similar to that, Lawrence Kane, who is my suspect, and he was also... Someone identified him as the as a murderer for after Stein's murder. And so I'll just go back to the beginning. Kane worked in Lake Tahoe, a hotel, and someone called Donna Lass disappeared. And that was also seen as another Zodiac victim. Uh, he's, so this guy, what's weird about him is... Not weird, but he did serve in the Naval Reserves, and some people think that that might have had a reason as to how he learned coding, and the Zodiac writes everything in coding. That's so true. in 1962, yeah. there, there was t- he apparently got into a car accident, and that might have had something to do with his ability to not be able to control, control his urges. And so later he was arrested for peeping in 1961, which was before the Zodiac killing started, and prowling in 1968. So do you think this could have kind of like a PTSD effect from the navel? Definitely. Mm. I definitely think that. Because yeah. they, the, all of his victims are stabbed, mul- or most of them are stabbed multiple times, which is usually something of passion. Or yeah. shot multiple yeah, times. Yeah, which, and my thing is, is you don't have, if you're just killing a stranger on the street, you don't have that kind of passion to kill them. They haven't done anything wrong to Unless you. Unless maybe you have something kind of off with yourself. Though. Exactly, you yeah. think they have something that Or you're having PTSD you. from a fight in the war or something like that. And you That's, think that they're one of the enemies. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Food for thought. We hope you enjoy this podcast and stick with us for the next one to find out why our suspects shouldn't really be suspects. Thank you very much. I'm Bailey Kellenberger. I'm Reed McCall. I'm Emily Dildry.